Have you or anyone you know ever been emotionally destroyed by a book? Have you ever got the feels for a fictional character? Have you ever been hungover after an all-night book binge? Then pull up a seat. Pour yourself a glass. And hang on to your candle. This This is Drinking Drinking Ink. Hey friends, Brittany here. Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to drop in with a note on our content. While books are for everyone, this podcast was created for adult audiences only. We advise listener and reader discretion as we will likely delve into difficult and sometimes triggering content often seen in literature such as graphic depictions of violence, frank portrayals of sexuality, discussion of mental illness, and existential struggle. And on occasion, some downright filthy language. It might be a lot to take in, so if you need a breather, take a break, or come back later. We'll be here for you. Hello, welcome to Ink Drinkers. If you've been in the book talk sphere for the past year, then this won't be your first encounter with Ruby Dixon series known as the Ice Planet Barbarians. But a year later, how has this sudden sci-fi abduction treated us? Let's find out. So tell me, how did you guys all fall in love with these big blue guys? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I know that I picked it up because I found it in the young adult section and was like, I have to do my citizenly duty and keep this out of the hands of children. So I brought it home (laughs) and read it as a joke because I was like, oh, there's no way that this is going to be as good as everyone says it is. And I was sorely mistaken because I finished it in about mm, six hours. (laughs) My goodness. Uh, Yeah, no, I finished the first one like really fast. Like I read most of it that night before and then the next day, like I was finished and I'm like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Like, this is crazy. I love it. Oh, I remember when it was blown up on book talk and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to sit this trend out. But then people kept talking about this spur situation and the curiosity killed the cat and now i got problems right <laughs> you got I mean, a wall full of beautiful blue fan art i do beautiful. oh my goodness <laughs> like <laughs> i remember hearing about it i'm like okay this is this is an interesting topic because like sci-fi typically doesn't always mix into like a lot of young adult books or at least it's like not this idea of like like blue giants like what so i was just like you know what this is interesting, but I'll put it aside. It's on my TBR. I'll eventually read it. Um, and I just got so swamped with all the other books that I had been planning on reading that I'm just like, it was kind of in the back of my mind there. Never really pulled me in until I started reading it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, what? <laughs> what? It's a rabbit hole. Right? It's insane. Like, l- the literal insanity. Right? I remember, like, starting it and going there's no way there's no way like when I saw it on book talk it was I was like this is a thing like right people are into this I'm like huh and then I pick what? up the book and I'm like uh, oh and I think oh I understand oh. and I think what I enjoyed the most about of it about it outside of the like the fact that like Ruby Dixon does a really good job of like writing the series is that it doesn't pretend to be anything other than alien smut (laughs) right like it's not oh this is a romance covered by you know like a sci-fi romance no no this is pure 100 alien corn this is what it is and she like leans so hard into it that it's 
it just it, it it's so well done so well done I'm obsessed <sighs> it's like some of some of the words that I saw and it, it's just really funny how because normally when you have language language barrier in a book typically like it'll revert to English but though they'll be talking in their language but even at first they're like you can tell outright that they don't understand each other but like there's similarities but there's vast differences and you're just like oh my goodness like this is actually difficult for them to understand what each other is saying like this is hilarious I think it's a stepping stone I I feel like it's one of those like gentle stepping stones into a realm of smut that can get much more interesting right <laughs> the yeah it's cover. like the kiddie pool version of monster corn yes oh yeah because <laughs> i i did not start delving in to other flavors until after ice planet barbarians and i was like you know what <laughs> This they might be on to something because I remember also too like after there was like an explosion of monster smut too last year. Right, mm-hmm. it's like everybody realized it because I know ensnared by Phillips Honey or Honey Phillips came next with the spiders and I have read. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> then there was the Morning Glory milking farm. I did not read that. The what? I did not now? get on that roller coaster. What? I have not heard of this. What? Morning, Morning Glory Milking Farm. It oh um, Minotaur type deal. What? <laughs> wow. Whoa. Oh my, oh my, oh my gosh. It's, it's a legit dairy farm, as far as like what I've been able to figure out. But <laughs> it's not normal cows. Book talk is messed up. Like oh my gosh. Book talk. If book talk was a person, it would need therapy. Like major therapy. Years of it. I will say though, like I I really appreciated Ice Planet Barbarians for a like the like, yeah, the linguistic barrier thing, the fact that it didn't pretend, but it was really funny. Like the humor in it is subtle, but it's also really amazing. I remember I tried to listen to the audiobook and I was like, nope, can't do this because there's an audiobook. There's an audio <laughs> there's an book. Audiobook. Oh and the God. narrator is Southern. And oh I just goodness. I just could not do the well, you see here now. I'm uh, Southern. <laughs> no, but I mean like <laughs> a, a pronounced Southern accent. Like Southern. And I just oh. couldn't bring myself to listen to it, but you should. It's absolutely hilarious. I, oh my goodness, that makes me want to laugh. Just but I really like. That. I don't. There was something like I like the humanity that she put into them. Like, yeah, they're they're big blue aliens that are like very primitive, but they all have similar like wants and needs and desires, and <laughs> you know, she humanizes them just enough to make it right. realistic enough. Like I like like kind of how you said like a dipping your baby toe into the pool kind of like, "Oh, okay. This isn't so scary." <laughs> like we're going to get weird, but we're not going to get that, that weird just yet. <laughs> right? You're just like cuz I I didn't really understand like I did I knew there was like when I first heard about these books, I didn't really hear like in depth about, you know, how they ended up on this planet. I'm just like somehow they ended up on this planet. And something's going to happen. And like, okay, like didn't really think past that. And then reading it, I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, what is happening? We all talk about these things like, oh, like we're, if we're ever captured by, you know, like 
alien invaders, but like to hear it in a story actually happening, it almost feels real to you, even though you're not actually experiencing it. <laughs> you know, the descriptions were just like, I'm like, how do I, how do I create these images in my head of these little green men? And like, what, what that just, that's scaring me to try and think about that. Well, see, the scientist in me is sitting there and I can't ever like, that's my problem with sci-fi. I, I have to overanalyze it because that's just how my brain works. So I'm sitting here like figuring out like the ecological, like how not Hoth works. And I'm like, this is actually really fascinating. Like, <laughs> like what is the geological and science behind this? Right? Oh my gosh. The, the, the reason I got into it was for the spur situation because I'm like, what purpose does this serve? And then throughout the books, it's not really explained. It's explained, I think, late in the series, so no spoilers. But the entire time, like the ecologist in me was like, what is the evolutionary reason for this to exist other than obvious reasons being explained? <laughs> I mean, I personally, like the way it's explained, I had a very specific adult toy in my mind in terms of like, oh, did she just create that? Did, did Ruby Dixon just design it that way? Because that is what, like, it's a women... This is a book that a woman wrote for woman, right? So like, is it just because that's a very popular adult toy? I don't know, but I just, I remember like there was one scene in particular where Georgie is talking about the largesse of Vectal. Oh and I'm like, how, like, how are we talking? She's like, I can't fit my hands around it. And I'm like, are we talking like, two fingers and thumbs together are you talking like one hand like yes I, like I, it's kind of it's kind of concerning when you think about it like anatomically i'm like like how work. how long are your fingers because like that's <laughs> that that that's a factor too like seven like, foot tall alien you know think like shack hands man <laughs> oh but it's really interesting like okay so the series that comes after ice planet barbarians is ice home uh and it just it gets i don't know it's, it gets more endearing i don't want to give spoilers but it's it's worth the read <laughs> oh, that's right much. i keep forgetting that you have literally read this entire thing this i have like just read first two same i've read the entire ice planet series like all 22 books i've read <laughs> pretty much all of the novellas there's and I've 22 read, like, books in the series yeah like in the main series and then there's side novellas and ice home as of i think the past two days when this last book was released now has 16 books but i have not completed ice home but it is just as great as ice planet so 22 in the original like og series and then 16 more like how many freaking books is this? oh my goodness but see here's the thing too i usually don't get involved in really long series like this like throne of glass was too long a series for me i don't have that attention span what? Hold on, seven books is too long for you that I have a short attention span. I, I need the <laughs> okay. story to be we're over. Talking, we're talking about me here, and I loved Throne of Glass. Like, I mean, yes, it was dry at sometimes, but, like, maybe because I had I, maybe, like, a year between each book release. I like the story. I love it overall, but, like, I'm like, you know, this is really long. But there's, there's, Dixon is crack. Like, oh gosh. 40-something books in, and I'm still like, I could take another one. I could do it again. Like, and. Oh, I, oh, I just like, I will I, say her writing is really easy to understand and they're fast reads. Like they're not complicated. No, like they're really not complicated. I remember like, I was thinking, okay, it's going to be like a smutty book. And then Ice Planet Barbarians, when you get to the first scene where like Georgie wakes up to a very happy <laughs> blue, Bechtel, 
I'm trying to keep this PG because we're I don't know who will be listening to this. Oh gosh. Um I was like, no, she didn't. Like, what? We're not, we're like not even six chapters in, ma'am. I would I'm just like, this is hilarious because you've like the way she explains, like she doesn't explain it on the back. She just says an interesting situation. And I'm like, okay, well, now that's piqued my interest. I want to know what the heck, like what what's her idea of interesting? And then when you when you see what actually takes place and you're just like oh okay uh, let's keep going with this oh <laughs> uh, it's just like this is a chaos I live for in books because I feel like so many books out there take forever to actually get to any like substantial parts where you're just like okay I'm invested and then like Ruby Dixon just pulls you in for the get-go like six chapters and you're like okay we're going for it okay let's let's keep rolling with this you know it's 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 captivating it's it's a little like especially if you have a short, shorter attention span it's it's nicer because you're like okay we're getting right into the action like this is great yeah that's one of the good things about it it's like each each book is its own kind of standalone story but there's actually like an overarching plot through all right. these books like even into Ice Home it's just like a continuation of what's already gone on like, I think it would be a really interesting, like, what are those things called that the older people watch? Soap opera. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, for sure. An adult like, corn hub soap opera. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you wake up, you have your coffee, you do your chores, and you're like, all right, I got to go get my new chapter for the day. <laughs> like, okay. sorry, oh, honey. Sorry, honey. I can't do anything at three o'clock. That's when Ice Planet Barbarians is. Be yeah. like, we, I can't talk right now. Georgie's about to meet the tribe. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and see, what I did really like is because in the first book, you see, um, you first see Georgie's perspective and like what they all, she goes through. But then you also see when you get to Liz, it kind of goes back into, like back in time to, you know, to Liz, like, and you see kind of what she's experiencing. Cause like she starts off being sick and you're just like, okay, well, this is, this is going to be interesting. Um, but then you see, like, you see how what Liz experienced through the same time that what you know what Georgie's, Georgie's already experienced. And so to see kind of like how Liz is feeling in this compared to how Georgie was feeling, you're just like this, okay, like this is really actually like interesting. Like to see like, because you see things differently than you did in the first book when you see Liz's perspective versus Georgie. Because um, you're like, oh, okay, I understand why she was feeling this way. Like that makes sense. It was just really interesting to kind of see. And it wasn't boring. Like sometimes in, in books, when you go back in time, in, like with another character it's almost like yeah yeah yeah. we've already seen this like uh, like how are you gonna make this different and she does such a good job at making it interesting oh absolutely I think I I found I actually didn't like Georgie and Bechtel as much in Barbarian um Barbarian Alien uh I was like um okay I get why you're mad but I still don't like you right now I am 100% team Liz and Rahash. Oh gosh, 100%. I love Liz. Um, right. But you I feel don't... like I'm going to be like that with every book that I read. Like I am only reading the re-release as they come out because I want all my covers to match. So I, I'm getting... Oh, aren't they on Kindle Unlimited, some of them? They are. the whole. You can buy the whole thing on... It's already been released, but they're re-releasing it with special edition covers. Yeah. Oh, I love the special editions. They're so they're pretty. so gorgeous. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, and Barbarian Lovers Ehako. Oh, it's... Oh, it was Ehako's story. Oh, I loved it. I have Ehako. I have him on the wall. You know who I, you know who I feel like Ehako is? Oh. Cassian. 
Oh gosh. He gives me Cassian vibes. <gasps> really? Hands I thought down. I kind of yes. There's one later in the series. Uh, I think his name is Hayden or his name starts with an A. <gasps> oh, After- is he the one? Is he the one that that, that um what's her fate Liz meets in this past book? The second one? Doesn't she meet him there? Well, it's a small tribe, so they're all talked about somewhere along the way, but there's also so many of them that I eventually start to forget. Yeah. Hayden. <laughs> I, 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 for the life of me, like on the top of my head, can't even remind you like who he, who he gets involved with. But Hayden is hilarious if I'm thinking of the right name, because there's also mm. two H names, but he's this big, bad warrior, like Hunter wants to impress the ladies, but he can't stand the sight of his own blood. And he faints. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. That casting vibes right there. Like, I that's feel amazing. Like, oh, that's hilarious. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. You know what? I also really like reading this is it really did open up my perspective in terms of like things that I find myself attracted to not like on an individual level but like from a reading perspective <laughs> right I mean right. If, a, if a seven foot tall blue alien came and wanted to abduct me maybe I'd be a little more amenable to it now um but Katie Roberts monster series like the dragon's bride the kraken sacrifice the gargoyles captive like it's just really interesting any of those i haven't read them yet but i want them so bad what she's done with the covers she's done the re the like she's repurposed that old harlequin painterly style where it's like the damsel in distress with the big flowy gown with like the monster in the background as fabio see those were some of the first kind of books that i ever got my hands on that were like actually like i got to buy myself those kind of things rather other than just like you know the like because i'm reading them from a thrift store so to see like the fact that she's repurposing those kind of covers i'm just like yes like i'm down for this and they're just beautifully done and it's like well now i'm curious now i'm curious as to what is the who is the dragon's bride what is happening with the dragon's bride you know like and I'm curious, you know what? I mean, everyone talked about Ice Planet last year. No one's really talking about the newer ones as they come out, which I'm kind of a little bit bummed about because yeah. I want more people to talk to about Rahash and Liz. And then right? the the next one that comes out in July that, I mean, I'm just, I can't wait to get my hands on. And it's crazy that, that Ice Planet Barbarian was written in 2009 and now it's becoming like, it's blowing up. You know, like it- because if you look in the front of the books, um, it'll tell you like the copyright. Because I don't know why I just like to look at the year of like when it's like copyrighted at first. Or, or one of one of the the books in the series like was two thousand nine. So it's like it's crazy to see because I'll tell you when it was first like the first edition of the book came out and it was like one of them said two thousand nine. I'm just like, wait, this was published how long ago? Like it's and crazy ten, that over ten years later and she's still coming out with them. That's right? dedication. Oh, like, that is that is absolute dedication. I'd be so scared to the longest I've ever worked with one set of characters is like seven years. And like when it was all over and done with, it was painful. Like it felt like a betrayal to move to another story. Like I could only imagine She's this many books and this long. And then one like, day it's gonna come to an end and it's gonna be so sad. The She's, hangover will be real. Oh my goodness. Yes. Like it's it'll be like unlike any any Sarah Jemass hangover you've ever experienced like that on like a 10 times level now let's be like for real like 100% honest did you or did you not get just like a little bit turned on reading these books like they're 
like I found myself going like, hmm, that is that is not something I would have considered myself into. <laughs> but perhaps I might now be into. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> and like I'm reading it and my husband's asleep next to me in bed, and I'm just like, I can't stop, but I also kind of want to wake my husband. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, my husband asks me regularly. It's like, what new things have you learned? And I'm like, let me, let me tell you. <laughs> There's no one with me. There's just me. But did you? Did it affect you? Like, oh gosh. My all- my attachment is more towards like how emotionally just loving all these aliens are towards oh, their mates. Oh, Rahash just Rahash just, just like killed me. Mates- they say jump and they jump Ray Hosh. Oh, my God. oh, he killed me when he was like the when when at first when Liz doesn't realize that he speaks English. And oh, she, that was hilarious. They, when was she's the saying these part. things to, about him, and he's like, in, in his party's point of view, he's saying how like like how deeply wounded he is by these, like what she calls him. And oh. I'm just like, you poor thing. Like, oh, but it's hilarious that she doesn't know. Like this entire time, he's just that quiet and like that able to just not re- like react physically either that she and i love the way liz just goes on like literally anything that that's in her head just comes out of her mouth essentially and i'm just like this i am i am this this woman <laughs> like but that's what makes ray hosh and liz so adorable together is because ray hosh is very quiet he is the asriel of the gang like i'll speak to you when i need to speak to you and it's probably not gonna be yeah. pleasant and liz is just like yo yo hold my spear yeah right like it's funny how like we compare some of these characters in like to other series and yeah like i feel like if gwen if gwen was like a little bit more like if if she wasn't as like timid as she was like when because look at her with nesta i feel like gwen would be like kind of an equivalent of liz like gwen's character if she like minus the reserved aspect so it's like it, it's it's funny just like looking at these characters and seeing the things you see in other characters and comparing them you're just like I can see it. But there's another there's another uh tall broody mean quote, you know, one in the in the tribe named Beck and that is my boy. He comes out later down the road, his story. <gasps> oh, Beck he's the one that's the total dick, isn't he? Yes, if you think, that's just like if such you an think, a-hole. Yes, if you think Ray Hosh is an a-hole. Oh, you did not I pay love- attention to Beck. I loved Ray, Ray I Hosh being an thought- asshole. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I love that aspect of him. I'm sorry. I don't know why, but like, there's something about broody, just like mean, like, you know, like surly men that I'm just like. Beck is a bit I- of Ray Hosh on steroids, but it's funny because just like all the other guys in this tribe, like Ray Hosh and Liz, you know, Beck will eventually get his girl and you know, he's this tall, broody, annoying, mean guy to the entire tribe. And then you turn around, look at his mate. And he's like, let me get you some tea, honey. <laughs> I love that. Like the complete reversal. Cause you're so used to them being this asshole. And then you, you've got them being like this, this like angel for this small woman. <laughs> and see, like, I never saw Rahash as being like an a-hole. I saw him as like, he was just real angry. Right. And like, just angry in general. Like, he wasn't like he didn't have a bad attitude like he was grumpy for sure like i mean yeah. grumpy but like i never got like a hole vibes but back i was like the way that he talked to some of the other i was like 
excuse me, sir. Like literally who crawled up your butt and died tonight because right? you need an attitude adjustment. So I mean, I'm, that is, will be very intriguing to see. And when I, when I say, well, like I, I didn't necessarily think he as a person was that I just thought like he was acting like one, you know? Oh, and so that yeah. was why, that was what I loved. I'm just like, I, I see you. I, I see your pain. I see why you're like this. And I, I like, I'm not happy that you experienced this loss, but I, I love you for, 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 for it. Yeah. I'm trying to see. So we have a Hako who's that's barbarian lover that comes out in July. A Hako is adorable. Oh, he's so cute. Oh my uh, gosh. I, I can't get enough of him. Right. See some of these people, I don't even remember their okay. So there's Hayden and Herrick. I don't remember which one's the big bad can't look at his own blood. Well, doesn't uh, she explain in the back of each physical book about like each of the characters? I'm gonna were... grab my book one second. I'm gonna grab my book. Yeah, but you kind of have to get a little into the series before she starts adding to the back, like who is whose mates, because otherwise it's gonna be spoilers. Like you... each each book follows the same plot line. Like obviously we have are two characters that are introduced in the beginning that are going to end up together at the end. And like the plot line itself, the way it lays out, it's this exact same pattern, but there are differences that come along the way. And I think that's what kind of keeps a reader's interest, even as you go through all these books. I mean, I read the honeymoon. I read the the ice planet um, honeymoon or barbarian, barbarian honeymoon, whatever the like bonus epilogue was called. I'm like, I don't care about spoilers in this case, because I just want to see the cuteness. Like, please, like, I'm not waiting to read the second book to, to and then come back to this because we're just we're reading it. Like spoilers have never been a big issue for me. Um, like they have been for other people in the past. I'm just like, you know what? I will like if I know it's gonna happen, great. My anxiety is not gonna go like this. So we're we're good, you know? Sure. <laughs> like, okay. I will spoil certain movies for myself. <laughs> oh man, I can't do that. I have Barbarian Alien. I'm looking at the people of Barbarian Alien, and it says that. Hassan, because there's also Hassan. There's Hassan, oh, Harek, and Hayden. Oh, goodness. Yeah, Hassan is the H one guys. that is, like, impulsive. Harek is the one that is, like, super jokey, but also, like, super accident-prone. Maybe That's the one. That's the one. It's Harek. <laughs> he, will go, he, will go, he will go butcher, you know, animals all day, come home and prick his finger and faint because he saw his own blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I cannot wait for that. But oh my gosh, I I love these color the covers. I love them. They are they're so beautifully done. And like whoever the artist is, I just want her to draw all of the fan art. I um, love looking. I love going to see like the covers um on the Kindle Unlimited version, like the original ones that like before they were like published in a special edition. Because it's so interesting to see the differences between that and what we have in the special edition. You're just like, oh my goodness, like this. Oh, it, it's I'm, hilarious. I'm scared though. They'll only do like special editions for like X amount of the books out of the 22. Oh, that 20 is a something. Scary. I feel like if, because like Ruby Dixon seems to really love the series. I feel like if she's <clears> like that kind of author, she'll go to bat and be like, no, I want them done for all of them kind of thing, you know? I wish they'd kind of like release like it two at a time. Like we have a lot of books here. If we got to wait like, you have 22 in the original. Months, Twenty two like four or five months between books, you know, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're going on four months, that's three a year. I can't, I can't wait for that long. That's a I'm, long it's a marketing. It's a I'm marketing. I'm going package. to combust if I have to wait that long for each of them. Well, good news, good news. <laughs> At the time that we're recording this, Barbarian Lover is not released yet, and then there is 
in September. It is now I have to double check. Um, whatever the name of the fourth one is barbarian mine barbarian mine yes that's it i love the names of these i love the names they're so like creative but also kind of hilarious in ice home she uses alliteration for most of the titles uh which i i'm i'm in i'm here for so there's like (laughs) hannah's hero debbie's distraction uh callie's catastrophe (laughs) i'm here for i'm here for the alliteration like i'll take it I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Anyway, so I love it so much. I literally read Barbarian Alien while sitting in a waiting room to see my surgeon, like in a waiting room full of old people. I stayed up to like 2 a.m. to get like a majority of it read. No, I, I think I read all of it up until like the first epilogue. I'm like, this is beautiful. <laughs> like literally until 2 a.m. I'm like, I don't care. Like I have I have like no like plans with my life currently. So we're gonna finish this. I mean, I still have to read the like the ice the honeymoon one, but oh my goodness, like oh like I freaking love like Liz is I'm sorry, like Georgie's great and all like their story was cute. And I think when you're first reading it, you're just like, This is adorable, like oh my goodness. But then when you get to Liz, you're just like, I'm sorry, nope, Georgie, you're second best. Like Liz is taking over, you know. For now, we don't know for, what the for next now. Book is gonna give us. Rebecca knows because she's yeah. read it. <laughs> Oh, I will definitely be getting this on Kindle Unlimited. Like, I I mean, I will, again, reread it when, like, the new edition comes out, but I'm not waiting to read the third one. <laughs> now, there's... Was it Honey Phillips who wrote Ensnared? <clears throat> I have no idea. I am not familiar with... I know the title. Like, I recognize the name of, the, like, the book, but I've never read it. Oh, my gosh, I'm trying to find it, but I'm going to end up down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Don't we always um, end up there? Well... Let me see. Oh, Tiffany Roberts is the one that wrote the Ensnared series. Okay. Now, if you like the sciencey part of science fiction, Ensnared is like for you. Like, yeah, it's a spider, spicy book, but it's excellent because like I'm gonna geek out from the science perspective, the way she sets up this particular like alien, I forget what they're called. I read a lot of books. Um <laughs> civilization, but like the mannerism in which they even speak is very arachnid like based. It's not really word based. It's like clicks and hisses, mm-hmm. which is like a spider's actual form of communication. Oh my god, the nerd me. It was it was here for it. I really like when authors do that though. Like when they right. are able, especially when it's something that's like it's definitely like it's not real life, but they are able to like link it back and use real life stuff. Like I I am not a scientist, but I find that very, very interesting. Right. I, I feel like it makes it more real. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, I look back at movies like Ella Enchanted, and obviously, like, it's just a movie, so they couldn't include everything. But I think, like, looking at the fact that they had, like, giants, um, and then, like, they're just still humans. Like, they're still, like, people, but it's just, like, they're on a larger scale. And so it was, like, I find things like, you know, seeing these blue giants in in story it's like kind of remind you of those elements that you saw within like fantasy as a younger person now coming to like oh these books with like okay like this doesn't seem as weird because they lo- they're basically just like humans with a few different changes you know yeah now if you like sci-fi and you kind of like have finished ice planet barbarians honey phillips the one i was actually thinking of has oh what is the name of the series but like it's a similar vibe to ice planet barbarians but and there's a lot of the books um, I think a lot of them are in Kindle Unlimited, but there's like, oh, the Alien Abduction series. 
they're it's like the same as ice planet barbarians you have the same vibe and things like that only you get in each book like a new flavor of alien <laughs> oh also oh, we goodness. get to travel the galaxy yeah i'm like i think i'm okay with my blue my blue giants i don't know i mean like i oh, said son of some of honeys are blue <laughs> <laughs> like i said you know ruby dixon you you introduced me to some things that i didn't think that i would like that i like very much so i think my next pickups are definitely going to be the katie roberts um monster uh series i think i'm going to start with the dragon's bride and then the kraken sacrifice looks real good i mean tentacles come on uh <laughs> i have not i have not yet read one with oh, a tentacle involved i have to like mark that off the list or something yeah kraken okay. sacrifice katie robert it's already out you just got <laughs> it's crazy because <laughs> like it. you know we'll read things like akatar and have no like won't bat an eye at wings on a person you know <laughs> talk about a spur right. throw right. a little weird weirdness and all of a sudden everyone's like oh i don't know i like i like but... it i think it's i think and i love that it's come out of kind of that dark place on the internet where it's like only weird people read this stuff right. and it's become i mean i don't want to say mainstream but it's become we're a little indie more we're indie mainstream acceptable you know, yeah. which I think is nice. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Is it is it acceptable or do we just like walk around in a circle of people who accept us? <laughs> I mean, that, that is also because because according to the person who walked into my office, not expecting to see the wall of Saqui naked dudes, <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> I don't think he found it excessive like accessible. i think you scarred that man for life he was tall he was like six <laughs> foot five and i'm like five foot two okay oh and we God. had we had a real sacque moment there standing side by side like at, did, you purr? Like, did you purr did you purr my husband oh was my also God, guys <laughs> oh that makes it even better well i think that this is a good time for us to just take a drink Stay thirsty and uh... want more from the bookish bitches. Follow us on TikTok at Drinking Ink Podcast for updates on our newest episodes, releases, and behind the scenes chaos. Or send us an email at drinkinginkpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Amazon, Google, Apple, and Spotify to get more bookish podcast fixes. You can also follow our hosts on their personal accounts located in the show notes, along with full transcriptions of this episode and more. Stay thirsty, friends. Thank you.